This is a super exciting episode for me to do today because I get to talk to a an actual like childhood hero. I know it sounds it sounds crazy, but it you know there's a few that like stick in your mind forever. For me, you know, uh, I think about being a kid like Michael Jordan, uh, Deion Sanders. Um, who cares? Who else? Like those are the main guys. And the fact that I get to talk to Deion Sanders today, I mean, like it really, it, it set me off on a path, like a love affair with football. And then, you know, just persona wise, this guy was like, he's a pioneer in personality. Like his game speaks for itself. He's definitely, you know, my opinion, greatest corner ever. If it's not your opinion, he's definitely one of what the two greatest corners ever. Um, obviously as a specialist, as an athlete, like we've all, you haven't seen, you know, many people like this, maybe two or three, you know, Jim Thorpe, Bo Jackson, Dion. it's, it's wild what this guy had done for like the world of sports and culture, I would say. Um, and the fact that I get to talk to him is a thrill. So I just want you to know that if I look like a child, cause I am, I'm geeking out on this right now. So. Here is my conversation with the one and only Deion Sanders. We're here. We're rolling on another one. I only have a multiple Super Bowl champion, Hall of Famer, and the head coach, Coach Prime, Jackson State University, Deion Sanders. Thank you so much for coming on today, man. Man, thank you for having me, man. Really, this, really. You're awesome. You're hilarious. This, and I love it. That, I love dude, it. I have been, I mean, it's funny because I'm sure you have people from your childhood because there's nothing like your heroes when you're a kid, you know, they, it like, it sticks with you forever, right? People you looked up to as a kid, it's different. Like you become an adult and you admire, oh man, this guy's great. He's so but when you're a kid, it's like, you think of like athletes and superheroes are the same. They're like the same to you. You don't, you don't make a distinction. And like you, you inspired me to dream of playing football as a kid. Like you're, you're about 10, 11 years older than me. When I was a kid, I was like, you're, you're, I'm gonna, you're making me feel like I'm like 70. You no, know I'm, that, right? Like I'm like 70. You, you got a gray beard and you're coach. telling me I'm making you feel like coach. Like, yeah. Hold up, man. I'm okay, saying, okay, okay. I'm saying you're only like 10, 11 years older than me. So when I'm like getting into football, I mean, I can remember 1989. I can remember yep. it, man. I mean, you had the curl look wet, but it was. But it was dry. That's it what's was dry. up. It was dry. <laughs> and my man, I mean, I was like, who are these guys? Like, I was watching football. My, ha my house was more of a college football house. So college okay. football was the thing. I still love the NFL, but college still was, you know, it's still the thing that I'm drawn to the most during the season. I love college ball. And I became a huge FSU fan, still am to this day. And you are definitely the main reason why. You're the, you're well, the main I reason. I appreciate it. I appreciate so, it. I truly do. Thank you for aging me and making me feel... Like I got a walker here and I got a nurse. I'm, I'm in a nursing home right now, but I, let's, I appreciate let, it. Let's be real. There is no, there are no other 53 year old men on the planet that are in your physical condition. So you're definitely not old. What, let's get to that right away. Cause I met one of the things I loved about learning about you and like FSU football is I remember sometimes you see great athletes and you assume that all their accomplishments are through natural athleticism. And I remember seeing an interview or 
reading something once with like Mickey Andrews and he was talking yeah. about, you know, all the great players that had come through and someone brought you up and he was like, let me be straight up with you. Cause you, you see like how flashy and the high step and all this stuff. He goes, that's the hardest working guy I've ever coached. Like yeah. he described you as so dedicated as a player. Mickey didn't play that. Mickey didn't play that, man. Mickey was the father of fathers away from home and he, wasn't having it. I mean, I always had a work ethic. I get that from my mom working two or three jobs so ends would see each other, although they never met. But Mickey was awesome. He didn't play. Mickey told people stuff that would make you, if you wasn't a dog, you would cringe. Mickey told a kid, I can say it on your show because you, 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 you're, you're comic, you're com- you're, you're, your comedy is like that. Mickey told a kid that your dad should have caught you in his hand. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, man. That's what I'm talking about. No, I'm serious. Like, so we worked. We had to work, man. So, we, so had, we worked. Doesn't matter how good you are when you're under yeah. Coach Andrews. He he gets that it work. out of you. Right. And, and when do you when you have some of the best players to work, that, that makes everything else easier. So now the, the kids that's on borderline, they got to work because you got your dogs out there working. Yeah, that's got to elevate the whole team, right? They everything. See, yeah, everything. And then is that like, – because one thing that's kind of fascinating to me is like if, if you're somebody who fo- who's followed – like I've followed you your whole career. And in retirement, you know, it's obvious that like – you, you're a natural mentor teacher. You're always, you know, even yep. when before you got, you're doing this, even before you were, I think you were, you were coaching the, the high school kids and your, your sons, mm-hmm. you were still putting out messages like inspiring kids and yeah, youth and yeah. everything. Do you feel like, like did the Andrews Bowden uh, influence still, does it influence you today? Well, well yes, yes. Those is several coaches played a pivotal role in my life and shaped who I am. My, my first coach probably uh, who's passed away, Dave Capel, who coached me in Pee Wee Leagues. I mean, education, 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 athletics, education. It, it was like that. My high school coach, Ron Hoover, one play, kicked me off the team as a junior for getting getting suspended in school. It wasn't even my fault, but I got kicked off the darn team because it was a rule. And those things instilled discipline. So all those coaches that's in my head they they played a role in me that's why i take coaching so serious i take mentoring mentorship so serious i got a question for you man because you i don't think you know this but i'm gonna let you know in your staff and your crew you can tell me i look old like my no my bucket list like what's your bucket bucket yeah is to do a five-minute routine like i love comedy i love comedy like you guys like keep me going so that's my bucket list of coach five it's it is done listen to me wherever you, you, you i'll work, work with you with me. you gotta coach me you gotta take me out okay this this is the dream i'm okay. gonna paint the picture because okay. i might be selling us a show right now all right i'm gonna give it to you because you're a good guy all right okay this is the dream okay. we have different athletes come in okay we have a room full of comedians come in everybody mingles for five to 10 minutes. After we mingle for, it's like that dating thing. We, we switch chairs, then you guys huddle up and we have the draft. Yep. Now we have the draft. You, if we hit it off when we mingle, you may draft me as your first pick. You, you get the first pick. Okay, now I go with you and we, we have a day to work. 
Mm-hmm. On a five minute routine, you you talk, you learn about the two divorces I've been through. You learn yep. about the nonsense I've been through in life. You learn about everything, the highs and the lows, and you yep. help me develop a five minute yep. routine. Hey, did you just hear that? Did you hear that? That was stacks of cash just hitting our inbox right now because you just sold a show. You just sold a show. It gets gets better. Now, you have the headset on because I got to bring sports into it. You have the headset on backstage. And while I'm doing what I do, I have an earpiece in and you're coaching me through it. Yep. Because I may bomb. Yeah. Somebody may bomb. But we really want the real fans to you know, heckle you if you're, if you're garbage, they need yeah. to boot. Yeah. yeah. Coach. You're doing it. They need to clap. I'm, I'm this is you. done. You literally, this is done. This is done. Play, do not play with my emotions. I'm not playing with you, coach. I am not playing do with not, you. Do not play with my emotions. Pick the city. I'm very serious with this. I'm, I'm very serious, serious with this. Listen. The city is Jackson, Mississippi. I'm here. All okay. right. I'm here. Well, do you have a venue? I'm coach Prime. <laughs> Get us a venue. You okay. can tell me how many you needed to hold. Hey, it's done. You got to call a couple friends. Who do you? Uh, let me ask you this real quick. Who? Who? Which of your boys, like regular friends that you hang out with or it, talk no, to? No, it, it can't be regular friends. See, we, see, you're thinking too small. Let's think big. We got to put a call out. Okay. We got bar schools with us too. We're gonna put a call out to who's that guy on each team. Each right. NFL. See, NFL is not in season right now, so they're right. off. Baseball, right. we don't care. They're not funny. Nobody's gonna laugh at right. this stuff anyway. So <laughs> ain't nobody, nobody want that. All so right. we can take football or or it could be actors or who whomever. All right, but it's just it people who've be, never done stand up. That's part of that's part of the thing, right? Who yeah, have never but it done has to be significant people that yes, you might I get want it. to see. I get it, I get it. Okay. And All we right. call them, and who has that? And we pick and choose who we want to come for the first round. of. It could be a group of 10. It could be a group of 10, but we got to have 10 comedians that match those personalities. I got it. I got it, man. I have all the comics ready to go. You got the venue, and we'll get the significant other big names. This is a show, man. You just you pitched a great show. We got to do this. We're doing it. There you go. There right. you go. All right. I'm going to follow. I'm dead serious. I believe you. I'm going to follow up as soon as this is done. I'm going to follow up, man. Yeah, All right. Whoo, man. I even got the name. I even have the name. You want to say it? No, I'm, I'll say it. I'll okay. Say it. Right. So <laughs> there's two things going on with you that I think are especially significant right now. Seriously. And one of them is, I think, you know, it is a, 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 a huge choice like and and i think you're a forward thinker for doing this in that you did not like you have the options and you could have renewed a tv contract and you went with barstool and i think a lot of people would be like what are you doing man and but to me when i saw that i was like oh that's because he gets it like he understands this is like was that a was that a did you have to convince you know like your team like this makes sense no 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 no. Uh, i i don't really get down like that like my team supports me and they're behind me and they know i'm a critical thinker so when i if i could if i think it and I internalize it and I'm living the country. So I'm, I'm really alone a lot out there. Yeah. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't, I'm not around a lot of people. So I get to really in, uh, internalize what I, what I think. So when I come up with the game plan, they know I've thought of every aspect. Was this your plan? It. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So you knew like, like you're at NFL network and no, I didn't know I was going to go to bar stools. I didn't know that yeah. until I had a great conversation with Gillian Wallow and we were just talking 
um, about bar stools and we were just talking about podcasts. I said, you know what, man, I'm just tired of doing this status quo. I just want to do my own thing and, and control my own content. And, yes. you know, I mean, so that's how it started. And, and, and they said, why don't you do it with bar stools? I said, what do you mean? Why don't you do it with bar stools? And a matter of two days, Erica was on a plane. <laughs> Erica Nardini, like the, she was on a plane, the boss of bosses. I call it the pit bull and pumps. The yeah. boss of bosses was uh-huh. on a plane. They come and talk to me about the deal. And that's how it transpired. Man, because you, I mean, I could see, I see when it's happening. And as somebody in the podcast and content space, you go like, man, more people should be thinking like yeah. this, but I think they feel more comfortable being like, no, nah, no, nah, it's got to be the, the studio safe. TV show. Yeah, it's safe. It's, but it, it's, feel safe. But it those things safe. are also starting to feel antiquated and like almost, you know. I like, don't even know what antiquated mean, but it's a great word. It's, it's a great, a great word. word. It means yeah, it's getting old, stuff man. Like that, when, you, when you do stuff like that, put it on the screen so we People understand because they, you know, they're avoiding uh, antiquated. I don't know what antiquated means. Like, it sounded darn good. It sounded darn good, though. Dude, antiquated is a great word. And you should use it in your it's next It's a great word. Next I'm going to flip. You know what? Team what meeting. We're gonna start doing, team meeting, gonna start, man. You text me a word like every week, and I'm going to start using it in a press conference randomly. Oh, look, man. We're going to be like, best like, friends. Like, whatever the word is, like yeah. antiquated. I'll say, you know, when I was thinking about getting ready to play Mississippi Valley State. Uh, the situation, and I antiquated it, and uh, I may use it wrong. I may yeah, use it wrong. Yeah, yeah that's even better. Yeah. That, that's, that's even, even better. better. That's yes. Yeah. Yeah, because then everyone would be like, did he just completely did misuse just, that word? Just, yes, <laughs> and, he did. He killed it. And he then he'll start understanding it. why he's doing that. Oh, he now, has a new friend now. <laughs> this is a. <laughs> this is something that I also uh, took to, like, you know, when you were coaching your sons, we've seen people coach their sons in high school and it's, it's cool. You could see like, you know, it's gotta be an, like a special thing, right? Like you're coaching your kids and they have, their dad is like the, one of the greatest players ever. And you see, and I could see like, I, I follow the post. So I'd see like the joy you have with coaching them. They're winning championships and they're getting offers. And then you take a, a head coaching job, which I think a lot of us who follow sports and football in particular, you go like, oh, it'd be so cool if this great player turned, in, turned into a coach, but it more often than not doesn't happen. And I understand, you know, it's a, it's a crazy amount of work. You got to have the temperament for it, whatever. Mm-hmm. How big of a decision for you was it to go like, I'm going to take this college coaching job where, you know, this is not a casual job to, to coach, you know, young men in college. Like how serious of a consideration was this? It was, I knew I was going to coach in college. I didn't just, I just didn't know where. And with the climate of what, the climate of what was transpiring in our country, it was just a, a alarm in my spirit it was like, you, you got to do this. You, you got to do this. You got to, you got to change the game. You got to level the playing field. You, you got to do this. And that's what I felt. Now, as far as my kids, I had no idea, no idea that they would play for me. Seriously? No, not like last year when I was up for the two power five jobs, they were going to come with me there. Right. Cause they, everyone, was, uh, also, uh, everyone yeah. was talking about you possibly coaching FSU too. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it, it was FSU and it was another, yeah. and the other one was more likely than FSU, but it was another big power five. And now we were planning that. My, okay. my my youngest son, because he was still in the house with me. My other son, he was at South Carolina. South Carolina, yeah. 
Yeah. So now time goes on and my young, my youngest son signs with Florida Atlantic mm-hmm. and my other son is still in South Carolina. So this comes about and I didn't want to bother him. So yeah. finally one day he's like, so we just going to play around and sit like this ain't happening or we going to mm-hmm. talk about it. I say, whatever you ready to talk about it, we could talk about it, but I'm not going to recruit you. you. You're my yeah. son. I, right. I don't feel right recruiting you. And we had a conversation about it and he wanted to go down and see everything. And I said, now nah, it's not going to look like peaches and cream. I promise you that it's not going to look like you think like, it's not going to look like Boca Raton. Okay. It's not yeah. going to be that on the ocean. It's not going to be that. So he, 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 he liked it. He liked everything. He liked the, the coaches that I had in mind because I, did, I didn't hire him in that time. And he, he liked everything. Then my middle son, Shiloh's at South Carolina. He's like that. You know, it could very well happen that our coach get fired. And if he's fired, I'm out of here. You know that, right? I think, yeah, that could very well happen. If you guys lose one more game, I'm yeah. pretty sure that's going to happen, son. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and then they did. So, yeah. And, and everything just happened, man. It just really happenstance. It's, it's a, it's unbelievable. It's an unbelievable story. Yeah. I mean, and I the other it. thing is like, you know, I think a lot of people, if you're a fan of football, you go, I've always thought, I've actually always thought like what happens if HBCUs start like getting dominate, getting great players, getting great players. And, and, and like, are we going to see this thing really well, develop where you get, it could. Yeah, it could. I, we're we're going to do that. That's going to happen. But I mean, all, all around it, it could, but you're going to only way you can level the playing field is first of all, level the thought process of people everywhere and uh-huh. saying that this is a true option. Then you got to level the playing field with the dorms, with the training tables, with the athletic facilities, all that stuff. Has Everything to be needs to upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can't compete with right. a kid going on a visit there. Then he come to you. Then what are you selling then? See, right. I'm selling you tradition i'm selling you uh, a pipeline to the nfl because we have that type of staff i'm selling you um, development we're going to develop yeah. you that you're truly going to have a den of atmosphere and culture that you can't not beat the culture and the atmosphere that we have here yeah but it's uh it, it's it's phenomenal man I, I love it thus far it's been delightful but challenging but it's been very uh delightful yeah, I can see. I mean, your energy comes through. What is like as a guy now? Like, do you do you still train hard? Like, as, like yeah. when you go to what, what's what's like hard, a, hard, but yeah. A what's like a Dion workout? Yeah, yeah. I get up. Um, I, I get picked up probably about five forty-five, something like that. Okay. So I'm I'm out of there five forty-five. I get to the office. Probably it takes us thirty minutes to get in, and I jump right on the elliptical. So I'm doing, I'm sprinting a mile on an elliptical and then I jump off and I may knock out anywhere 400, 400, I got to do like 400 crunches a day. That's my goal. 400 crunches a day. Okay. Whether it's 50, 50, 50, 50, I always start off with a hundred, then I break it down. And and that's my day uh, working out wise. I may try to make it my arms are sure. I got my shots, so my shoulders are a little sore from my shots, you know. Yeah. So I'm not I'm ninety eight percent clear of COVID. So so thank God for that. Um I may slide over into the workout facility and hit the weights a little bit in the in the midst of the day, because it's a long day. And I may leave the office probably by eight. About eight, Damn, eight that's a long day. That is it's a long, long day. day. But I, I love it. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. go home and go to bed. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and go to bed. So I'm Coach, I just, can you still fly? Right? Can you still fly? I I could run as fast as the next man. 
because I think it would be so like even though you're a legend disheartening to be a player of yours and be like 19 and be like what's up coach you want to no, try to get they, this they, they, they do and I told <laughs> and them you this is ass? what I told no what I told them I say look we got cameras there we got cameras right here right now yeah because we, we're doing a documentary with Barstool yeah so I said I said son I would love the race but just look at the upside everybody expects me to win and I'm going to win because I'm an O that means I never lost to 40 I'm an O okay <laughs> Secondly, if I when I win, because I will, yeah, what is it gonna do for you? Right. I can't send you anywhere. I can't send you pro when you let a fifty-three-year-old man beat you. I can't. <laughs> so it's done. It's over for you. So why you ponder the thought of racing yeah. me? I just want you to go over here and ponder the thought and get back to me. Yeah. These <laughs> yeah. man. That would be a, they want to, no. They're they're like, want this 33 years older than me and he just kicked yeah. my ass yeah no. exactly. do you spend a lot because i know like you're coaching all the players do you spend any more time with dbs and special teams guys because of your background no, or, or no, no? Spent, honestly man this is a great question being a defensive guy all my life in the nfl yeah through high school and all of that i've always been the offensive coordinator the head coach and i've always coached offense right okay because that's what i study that's right. Preparing against. That makes so, sense. So intellectually, I thought with an offensive mind because defense always came natural. Right. So most of my times it's spent watching the offense, but then I go over to the corners because I got to spend time with the corners because if the corners are garbage, they're going to blame me anyway. So yeah, I, if I'm going to get blamed, true. If I'm gonna get blamed true. for it, I got to work with them. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> that's true. So do you – all right, this is a throwback question real quick because I, I was – a. I was a teenager when this happened and I didn't really, I don't think I could appreciate it like as at the time, but like, can I can ask about it now. I was always fascinated. You always fascinated when somebody wins a ring and then leaves the team. Right. And so I remember very well, obviously you're being a 49er and then going to Dallas and you're like, Holy shit, he's going to Dallas. And then that yeah. like, then you get a ring and it's, it's kind of, I think not even talked about as much as it should be as like one of these, you know, the brilliant kind of move of doing it. But going back to the decision, 49ers were in the running to resign you too. You were still considering resigning no, with they, no? No. This is you're good. You're really good. Okay. You know how I found out I found out that I wasn't going to be a 49er? No. I was playing baseball for the Giants. And right. and I think it was like a Saturday or something. Because preseason had started. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking out there. And I said, oh, wow. I see this little white kid. And it's funny that he was white because it's very noticeable that the white kid is in number 21. Very noticeable. After you win the Super Bowl, you win defensive player of the year. Yeah. And number 21, I said, and I picked up the phone and called my representation. I said, well, I guess I won't be going back to San Francisco. That's how you That's found out? Yeah. And yeah. so then they but never it, said we wasn't going to resign how, you. How they never they not, tried. They never Why tried. would they not try? I mean, free agency hits, right? Like, and then yeah, they don't they want tried. the defensive player of the year back. They they never attempted to sign me back. That's insane never. to me. See, this is a, a, was, a lesson to me today. It is. And I was in a hotel room, not the same room, but I was in a hotel room. And I remember watching ESPN. We had a day game. And I remember Jerry Jones coming on television. And he said, prime time. Deion Sanders, if you're out there, I'm letting you know right now, you're going to be a Dallas Cowboy. 
And I just bust out laughing, man, because he was talking right at me and I was yeah. watching. Yeah. And it, it, and I mean, I called my attorney. I said, hey, get it done. That's where I want to go. That's get it. it you were just like, do that to make the deal. Yeah. Get Holy it done. cow. That's, that's what I want to play for. Get it done. How fun were those years in Dallas? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Because that really Cause the, has. The, the teammates makes it unbelievable. It's yes. like your crew, man. It's like your squad. They, they, yeah. they make it unbelievable. It's not the games. You know, right. we, we call the games. You're leading up to the games and the practice and the times. I mean, just like this weekend, they have Troy Aikman fly down. They have Nate Newton come down. They have my guys, Tony Tolbert, yeah. come down and help us practice. It's unbelievable, man. It's un- the, the it's, how's Big Nate? How's Big Nate doing? Unbelievable. The funniest man in this world. When we do that standard routine, I'm going to have him in the front row because he's he's walking material. Oh, I love it. He's walking material. I, like yeah. When I see Nate, I'm going to be able to at least spend at least a minute and a half just killing him in the front <laughs> row. <laughs> okay. That's perfect. That's perfect, yeah. man. Um, geez. So you have Nate came down, Troy Aikman. Came, yeah, the fact that you're able to like even have these guys come to practice and then these college kids are like, what? These are just Hall yeah. of Famers are at my... That's unbelievable, yeah. man. Yeah, you, I love it. Yeah, of course. It. Of course. Um, oh, I got to ask you about hair. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 you want help? You need yeah, help? Look, man, look, look. I was there. Let me see right. the sides. Like, how much you have Not, on the sides? I, I'm, I'm full on the sides. It's this front see, area that, right here. Okay, they take it from the sides and they put okay. it at the top. And, and it you looks, can come back. It looks great. Oh, okay, first of all, you, you rarely see the commercials for black men. So you know if a black man hair could come back, you can come back because we don't. Right. We, you know, we're we're tougher. You never right. see a guy swinging in the park or walking with his girl in the black hair club commercial. You never see the brothers do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not that. We we never get that opportunity. But the guys at Restore, they they made it happen, man. Like we could bring you back. You have no idea. I get a call at least once a week from yeah. an NBA player, an NFL player, or a celebrity. Somebody at least once a week. How somebody do I do calls. this? And I recommend it. I, I was I would have them send you the number. We can okay. bring you back. I want to guys. You get that information. We can bring you back. We could bring you back. I want to ask you yeah. if these are true stories. So you're lefty too. You're a lefty too. Yes, sir. Yes, God, sir. You're my guy. You're my guy. You you're lefty? my guy. Yeah, yes. I'm your guy, Prime. Um, okay. Is it true that you ran your combine forty in like tennis shoes or something, or like in someone else's no. shoes? That's a, no, that's I a, ran it. I ran it correctly. No, no, did. no. I know what you're talking about. It's two different stories going on here. Okay. At the combine, I did run regular. Okay. Okay. And I did it. Okay. At the Florida State, like pro day, mm-hmm. I ran like a four two one, and they said one no way. I said, please. They said, you have on track spike. I said, who out here wears a ten and have a ten? Who wears a ten? Somebody gave me some tennis shoes. I said, give them to me. And I got up there again. It ran a four two flat and i hit the finish line and i said say it say it because everybody was scared to say the time because i know it was like four one something and that that was the true story and just smoked them and then smoked is them. the is the how about at well i don't know if it was like at like pre-draft meetings or whatever that was it the giants handed you a playbook giants. and you're like when did you, yeah. when do you guys pick and they tell you and you're like i won't be Dude, around they, had, they, they handed me a phone book uh-huh they handed me a phone book. Like, here's how, our plays. Who, yeah. Why? Yeah. Why am I taking this type of test to play football? No. And I, I really contemplated it. I'm, I'm looking through the first, I'm like, ain't no way in the world. 
Yeah. What what pick do you have? And I forgot what they said. I said, oh, no, I'll be gone by then. I, I literally <laughs> got to walk. I literally got to be walked out. That's so a true like, story. I will not be available. And you just sent it. <laughs> I will not be. I really don't want to play for you anyway. So, yeah. no, no. Holy no. cow, man. That no, that's one of my favorites, dude. That's one of my favorites. That the I also story. got. I got um, have you rap album that you put out. Um, yeah. Turn my credit card no library cards into credit cards. Credit card. Yeah, you can tell I wrote those lyrics. You can tell I wrote those lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that was the absolute best. Um, yeah. So, how about getting into? Tell me about at first arriving to Atlanta. Like what that? What was that experience like? You're, oh my you're, God! But you're 22. Everything. I know it's got to be like 21. 20, I think I was 21. I was 21, but I had went to a All American function that they had for us in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and I'm from Florida, so you got to understand now. I'm coming from a city in a town where, you know, we didn't have a lot of prominent prominent African American men and women. So you talking it, about it North my, Fort Myers or like Tallahassee? Yeah, Fort, okay. Fort Myers. Fort, Fort Myers. Myers. Okay. So you got to understand that's where I'm coming from. So yeah. going to Atlanta, getting off the plane and seeing black folks and prominent black folks and I'm yeah. riding around and seeing black folks in nice cars and the police ain't following them. I'm, I'm yeah. seeing the, the mayor's black and yeah. the, you know, chief of police black and I'm like, oh my God. We we had to go do a function at the hospital. I'm saying black doctors and nurses and it blew my mind. So right then I said, hey, this is where I'm coming. Cause they're yeah. going to be able to understand me because you know, I was still rough around the edges, a little ignorant and they're going to be able to understand me. So, so it's like really comforting decision. to be in that comforting. city. Yes. And I made the decision right then. I'm going to Atlanta. Didn't want to go to Dallas. Dallas wasn't going to pick me anyway. We wanted Troy Aikman to go first because the quarterback sets the curve in the money. And we knew that quarterbacks, you want them to go first. So everybody else fall up under them. Green Bay was number two pick. Tony Mandridge went there. I wasn't going oh. to Green Bay. It's too, too cold. Kansas City, uh, Detroit Lions were third. Didn't want to go there. Too cold. And that was Barry, Kansas right? Kansas City. Yeah. Yep. Barry was, uh, Derek Thomas was fourth. Didn't want to go to Kansas City. And here comes Atlanta. That was my pick. Man, that's, so a, wild, kinda, that's a wild top five, man. But I told them, don't pick me. I'm going to play baseball. Like two through four. Don't pick me. Which was great. Oh, so you, you were able I to tell them. Yeah, yeah. Because I... They were scared. You don't want to waste a pick, and the guy goes to play baseball, and you don't get, you don't recoup that pick. Wow! So you actually so worked up. You dictated it. You basically said, yep. like, don't, don't, this don't waste I'm your going. time. Yeah, don't waste your time. I'm going right there. Holy cow! And I love man. it. I love Holy it. Holy cow! Were you a big? Because I mean, you implied it, but were you a big film study guy? Like playing? Yeah, yeah. You did. Yeah, I still got those VHS tapes that thick in my darn uh, storage uh, right now. Every every game, um, I used to take a video recorder around, VHS recorder around with me. It's an iconic picture of me in the locker room before the Super Bowl in Miami against San Diego, and I'm laying back with dollar signs underwear, and I'm sitting back watching tape. It looks like I'm just sitting back chilling, but it's a recorder in my lap, and I watch tape right up until kickoff, man. So I studied my wow. butt off. I studied I studied my opponent like no other. That's I knew a, everything about those guys. That's one of the things that like, as I've gotten older that I've learned to appreciate more. Cause again, when you watch games, you're a fan. You're just like, you're, you're just watching the, you know, athleticism. You're watching them. You're watching you guys play. And then mm-hmm. as, especially like the way media covers it now, like I remember I was watching some segment on Richard Sherman, I don't know, like a year or so ago. And then they 
they they did a film study with him and i was like holy like i couldn't That's believe he so really really it. put crazy time into film study and, and like picking to. up on habits right and like little like things oh, that everybody had habits. i told jerry rice after we retired i said now you know every time you broke the huddle to your left and you put your outside foot up you were running the slant really? no i wasn't i see i see yes you were i said mike Irv, you know every time you bent over with um way over um you it was a pass route but when you was upright a little bit it was a it was a run because you you get mad because they weren't throwing you the ball. So, so, so you didn't even bend down all the way. It was so many habits like that that you picked up on. Like, yo, guys, do you watch your tape? I'm Do you watch your – like, you watch your stand-ups, you say, you know what? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to. It is really hard to watch yourself. It's I, I listen a little more than watch. Sometimes I watch. But the, the, the important thing in, in comedy is to listen. I mean, it's better to watch because you pick up on the physical stuff too. But listening mm -hmm. is a big deal. Because a lot of times you can get through a show and you're like, that was a great show. And then you listen to it and you realize where you're, like, where you're coming up short. But without listening, you'll ignore it. You'll just be in kind of denial that it was not as good, you know? But you have yeah, to listen. Yeah, but you... But when you listen and you watch, you say, okay, I could have delivered that a bit yes. sooner or yep. I could have held it, held that, took them around a little corner a little bit, come back to it. So that, that kind of stuff is fascinating to me. I'm telling you, man, I love what you guys do. I'm, I love it. Like you love my, 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 my favorites, dude. I mean, I'm a red Fox guy. Like that oh, was yeah. my name when I traveled in baseball. My name was red Fox. Yeah. That was my alias. Oh, that red, was red in Fox. hotels and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That was my, that was, <laughs> that was my alias. I mean, That's they'd be like, right, we didn't, we don't have Dion here, but Red Fox is staying here right Red now. Fox, we had Red Fox, uh, Flip Wilson, like all those guys was like my aliases, man. I, I love, because I love, I love, I love people who had the ability to not only entertain you but make you laugh, man. Who was who? Who are you watching, like whatever lately? Is there anybody in stand up the last few years that you taken to? Like who do you? Um, See, it's, it, you know, like I saw I like, you comment. Yeah. I saw you comment on Ha Ha Davis's stuff. I've seen you comment oh, there. He's hilarious. He's hilarious. Uh, see, now, now it's different. It's, it's not yeah. just guys that's you know that's blessed enough like you and you guys like that that could do specials and all that. Yeah. But it's a lot of guys are roughing it, trying to get their way up. Of course. And, and I and I catch them on um, the gram, you know, yeah. and they're doing their skits on the gram. So it's a lot of guys like that, that I know that yeah. I reach out to them and encourage them. Like, yeah, hey, you're a hey, very man. encouraging, positive dude. I, I love them. I, I yeah. don't have to know you. Like I'll yeah. reach out to ha ha and, uh, all these guys around here, man. Yeah. Um, Desi banks, all these guys, Hey man, got love for you. DC, you know, DC young fly. All oh, my yeah. guys, made it. Oh my God. 85 South. Shout out. Oh, Carlos. What's up, man? Carlos, all those dudes. I love all those dudes to life. They're my guys, man. Yeah. Those dudes are yeah. hilarious. And that, that sh the show, the live, show they do i was i saw carlos yeah. last week we were both in florida and um i did I, we both did a show at palm beach improv and i, I, I talked to him afterwards and i told him that when you, i watch clips of 85 south live shows i go the energy in the room is like contagious like i want to be there i want to be in the room yeah. you know it's a yeah it's an awesome thing those dudes are really talented really do you cool. have any Charles Haley stories that you dude, can share. Dude, look at man. That, see, the key word was that that you can share. The key <laughs> word was that you can share. Let me see. Let me see. Do I have one that I can share? Charles, most of Charles stuff you can't share. Yeah, I you know. Can't. Well, Warren Sapp Charles, was just here. Sapp was here a couple oh, weeks ago, God. and I Sapp brought up I brought up Haley to him, but he had a couple drinks in him, and he told us a few. But I was like, I got to ask Prime. Yeah. yeah. Sapp, Charles Haley is 
the if if you tell Nate Nuna Charles Haley, I need you here at five thirty. They're going to be there at five o'clock, mm-hmm. ready. That's just how good of guys they are. Yeah. And Charles is not only a great guy, but he's brutally honest. Yeah. The way Charles, I can tell you this one. The way Charles got ready for a game was to degrade everyone else. So, <sighs> yeah. So Charles would walk around the locker room and just say. You suck, you suck, you suck. You know you ain't going to do nothing today. I don't even know why they dressed you out. You're garbage. You dress, you look like Tom did, but you get ready to play like Jane. I mean. What? And all, yeah. On and on and on. Like, I'm serious. And he was dead serious. But then he goes out there. Next thing you know, he got three sacks. And he's a dog. Like He's a dog, man. Yeah. The, but the best dude ever. But he was just brutally honest. If you, you don't tell, want Charles that, to be brutally yeah. Yeah. So that was his game prep. You suck. Uh, <laughs> You're garbage. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He would go and talk about everybody right there. Then you know, I, I used to lay my uniform out. Why you got your MF uniform laid out? You taking up half the darn room in the locker room. If you weren't so darn great, I would kick this stuff. Out. <laughs> he didn't say that. Damn. I would kick this stuff and throw this stuff away. Yeah. But there's. You talking about the best dude ever? Yeah. Ever is Charles Hayden. And... Best dude. And so you obviously like, uh, do you keep up with a lot of your former teammates? Do you guys, I mean, uh, you're connected to everybody. Only, only, the, only the one, you know, the ones that want extra money. I keep up with all of them. Because yeah. the <laughs> you're, uh, <laughs> your buddies still, I mean, you still talk to Reed and Sarah because they were your. Yo, yeah. Uh, all yeah. the time. Yeah. 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 Ray. I got a whole, Ray. Yeah. Just, and see, we do something. Uh, I try to get my guys on Zoom. And let my team ask them questions. You know, guys like Ocho Cinco and so forth. Oh, so man. it's like that we'll have, I call it the, you know, I'm trying to always create it. I call it the Jackson Five. We're in Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah. So I want one of these guys to come on for five minutes. Yeah. And I'll ask him a few questions to get it going. Then I'll ask, let, allow my team to ask him a couple of questions. But I'm like, I only want you for five minutes. Yeah. And you do your thing. And they come on and oblige us, man. So that's a blessing. That's but, a so man. That's... Guys can, yeah. What a gift, like for the players, though, because I mean, who who yeah. gets to do that? They do that because you're their coach. Yeah. That's yeah. that's incredible. Is but there? It's, it's wonderful. Is there like, because um, I mean, I don't know how you feel about if, whether if it's something you don't want to say, but do you have the long term coach prime plan? Like, do you do you want yeah, to? Yeah, yeah? yeah. And yeah, do you want to coach in the pros? No. Oh no, I could never coach in the pros. Why? That's not that's not my plan. College. I don't. I, I, don't, I don't have the patience. For a rich grown man that don't want to work. Yeah. I, I don't have that kind of patience. Yeah. It's hard I, for me to have patience for a kid that really don't want it. Like, why are you wasting your time, man? Just go to school, get your education. Don't come out here. Don't yeah. don't do that. Because you gotta want it for yeah. me. And yeah. when I get to the point where I want it more than you want it for yourself, I have a problem. Yep. So I, I could never do pros because they, they get paid too much and a lot of those guys don't care. A lot of them do. A lot of them do. Yeah. But I don't have that kind of patience. Well, it's always a funny thing to look at, you know, who it works out for and who it doesn't as coaches, I'm saying, on the college versus NFL level, because, mm-hmm. you know, we've seen a bunch of like, you know, Saban famously was there and mm-hmm. you know, other coach Holtz was there. But like now, I mean, now we're seeing Meyer do it. And um, he's, you know, his track record in he's college good, is though. unbelievable, man. But he's, he's, he's good, though. And it's the relatability. It's the understanding, the culture, and the new kids. It's a new kid out there now. It's you can't tell them because I said. You know, back in the day, our parents say because I said so. Right now, you you got to show them. You, you got to show them. You can't just tell. Yeah, yeah. You can't, let's do a run along story. Okay. 
and let's just make it up as we go. Because okay. I want to see if I can keep. I want to see if I can keep up with you. Okay. What kind of story? We're we just doing? gonna anything you want. We're just gonna tell a run along story, and we're gonna just take turns and just make it up as right, we you kick, go. You like, kick it off. Like, okay. Like this morning, I got up and I went outside, and it was four forty five, and I. I was I didn't have to leave to 545. So now I'm faced with a decision. Do I go back in the house or do I stay outside? And do you chop wood or do you go fishing or do you chase squirrels or chase rabbits? Or do you do, you know, like a morning activity to get your day started outside or inside? Maybe you go read or listen to music or meditate. And, and, like I, yoga. and I contemplated cutting the wood and, and chasing rabbits. But then I thought about I'm in Mississippi and I'm black. I don't want to do that. Right. Um, that's, that may not be a good look. Um, so so what am I going to do is I'm probably just going to go outside and wait on the curb for an hour, for an hour, yeah. because it ain't no Uber driver. I live way out. So the Uber driver is not coming. But I, I think that that's what I should do. But it's really cold, too. And I didn't think about that. So did before. you start a fire? You should have started a fire. I didn't have the fire tools. So yeah, but I, how would I? Well, I mean, you just you know you start taking wood, you start. I mean, I do that all the time, just kind of scrape like the wood it, together. Does it actually does it actually work? So, oh, that's what happened to your hand. Yeah, what happened was fire, I was I was I was doing fire, fire, fire like this, and I, I had a little mm -hmm. dry brush, and I um I happened to have a lighter too, but I was like I want to know if I could do it on my own, so I kept doing like this, like you know over 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 like that, and I had a little bit of smoke from it. I threw some more dry brush on there, and then I get between you and me, please don't tell anybody. I used the lighter also, and uh, the the brush kind of took off. And then I wanted to see if I could, because I was watching Tony Robbins videos and I knew that he could walk on like, coals and everything. So mm -hmm. I was like, I wonder if I could do like some Kung Fu style and like put both fists in, ah, like kind of like warrior style, you know, like a- Yeah, like a, you, like you some, lost me with the ha, but I was right with you with the lighter because the I'm light, trying okay. to figure out how did you just have a lighter? So you're telling me you're a smoker. You're a smoker and you get high a lot. So I'm just trying to, to figure high. out, should, should we still be friends because you get high a lot and you're a smoker and you started the fire. And 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 then when they came, the, the ambulance came because you didn't want to tell us that the ambulance and the That's fire right. department came at the same time, but they had to make a decision That's whether right. you're going to get in the ambulance or they're going to put the fire out. And I don't know if you made the right decision because you jumped in the ambulance and let the, I, left the fire. I let the fire kind of take off. It actually destroyed the neighborhood, but a lot of people were talking about moving anyway. So I feel like I kind of gave them like a little, like, hey man, you did. yeah, like now you don't even have to worry about selling because your house is gone, you know? Yeah, so then gone. the house is gone. My arm is trashed. Um, mm -hmm. And it really made me think about drugs. And I completely stopped after I, I stopped smoking weed. I stopped smoking cigars. And um, I've just, now I just eat it. I just eat edibles all day. But like, there's no more smoke in my life. And that's all because of the fire we started in your front yard at 445. See, that's all I wanted. Man, you we're teammates. That's, that's all I wanted. We're teammates, that's man. All I want. We're teammates. We work well together. Ebony and, and Ivory go together. together. Did they go together or did they live together? Did they go together or live together in perfect harmony? Like, which go, one go together. Go together. Go okay. together in yeah, perfect, perfect harmony. Side by, What's the next part? Side by side. So, I think so. Oh, no. It's, it's sort of like a sitcom type of, like the Partridge Family type of thing. Like, yeah. it's going through my head right now. Yeah, yeah, we got but, it, man. And I got another question for you. Okay. Why wasn't it? 
Why wasn't it anybody black on the Flintstones? Why isn't anybody black on the Flintstones? Because that is a racist fucking cartoon, man. And <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's so many shows that need more black people in it. <laughs> and Flintstones is definitely one. Those are the things I ponder in my, in my quiet time. Like, why wasn't you know, anybody black on the Flintstones? Yeah, I... You know, this yeah. is probably like this is the first time this like not that it's been brought up by anybody, but where you see uh, entertainment and society at large going like, hey, we should probably include some black people in this, you know, whereas, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know, growing up, yeah. they were just like, yeah. no, that's fine. They just uh, put no, them no, in no, the movie. It's not going to happen. Yeah, it's fine. They'll die first. It's fine. Yeah. Just put them in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Just kill them off in the first scene. Yeah. That, but now that, it's like, hey, you know, they got to have a uh, they got to be in the neighborhood with black neighbors. You know that, right? Definitely. You know, this show is not going to work. Oh, and that's yeah. that's part of like when you pitch now too, like when you pitch shows you and to. movies. No, you got to pitch like, everything. Yeah, it's just not ethnicity. It's all things. You got to yes. pitch all things now. All yeah. things. Yes. Like yeah, some my other... cousin Junebug. Yeah, my cousin Junebug. He got to yeah. be in the show. And yeah. then I tell, I'll tell him, like, you know, then this dude Ray walks up. He doesn't walk up. He rolls up because he's in a wheelchair. He is trans. Yeah. He's half black yeah. and half yeah. Asian. And yeah. then you see he, the executives go, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yes. They're like, Yes, yes, he gets it. He gets it. Yes, absolutely. And they're like, are there other trans people? They're trans, they're Asian and yeah. Latin. And most of yeah. this show is going to be in Farsi and there'll be subtitles. And they're like, it's yeah. a show. Yes. Yeah, and it's Bought. green. And it's green. It's green. Too. It's green. It's right. It's environmentally it's friendly. It's great. Right. Yes. It's a it's very, you, you got it all, coach. You know exactly you how this works. I'm trying to keep up with you, man. I got a new friend. Yeah, you definitely. No, I'm, believe me, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. Um, Will... <laughs> Will you consider that next um, coaching thing after a few years? The next gig? Or is that bad to say? Um, no, it's not. I mean, you got to understand my kids, are, both of them are going to be freshmen. Although Shiloh's, he's the oldest freshman I've ever seen in my life because he redshirted. Yeah. And this year don't count. So he get to be a freshman again. Wow. Yeah, I didn't you know, think about that. Yeah. yeah, so he's a... So he, he he and my youngest uh, my youngest son are the same. They're just both freshmen now. Yeah, because so, your your youngest is a quarterback, mm -hmm. right? And, and he uh, can't. He both of them can't play to the fall, but they both be freshmen. And right now, spring. You guys just smash them in spring ball. Yeah, we got a seven game spring schedule. So we're, Wait, we're really what is that? Because I've never heard of that. We didn't get to play in the fall, so they moved oh. it back to the spring. So it's just like spring football, but you actually play games at the end of the week, which is good for us. Because we get to weigh some kids and see where they are and, and see what their needs are. Are you playing against other schools that you would play HBCUs. in? In the regular yep. season? Oh, wow. Yep. Other HBCUs. Didn't you guys schools. win 53 like we play, to nothing? We, we played Jerry Rice's school, Mississippi Valley State. Yeah, Mississippi Valley State. Yeah. yeah. I remember mm -hmm. learning that as a kid and being like, I don't understand. Like, because I only watched like Saturday afternoon football and I was like, wait, where did Jerry yeah. Rice go? And they're like, Mississippi Valley State. Yeah. I go, what's that? Valley State, yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. And then, yeah, then you're like, oh no, he's, you know, he's just running hills all day. So don't worry about it. He's, um, he's killing it. So we got them this week. And wait, does he coach? No, no, Jerry no. don't coach. Does yeah. he just chill all day? No, I think he, Jerry's an uh, entrepreneur and he does a million appearances. Every time I see him, he's somewhere doing an appearance. Uh, but he has a wonderful brand called Goat Fuel and he's definitely the goat. Uh, the goat. And his kids, I love it because his kids uh, work with him on his brand and everything, man. So he's a, he's a great dad for that. Let me ask you um, if, uh, I mean, obviously this was like a pretty unusual NFL season 
and mm-hmm. it ended like you know everybody was like are you serious like tom brady and you're the right. bucks you're right and he gets it done can he do it again yeah yeah, yeah. It, they gotta have some additions though like i would love to see jj watt do that i yeah. would love to see jj watt do that uh that and maybe another need in the secondary and they're straight they're straight and, they're, and they'll do it again they're, or could I don't know if they'll do it again, but you, you're not, they're not going to be able to sneak up on anybody next year. They're not going to be able to say, oh, man, by the way, you know uh, the Bucks made the playoffs. So it, it's going to be a little tougher, but they could. They could. When, when, that, you, when you have Tom Brady, you got a shot. It's wild, right? Because, I mean, Unbelievable, I, man. I don't know what your like pre-show thing was uh, for the Super Bowl, but I remember just, you pick, know, you had him picked? No. No. Nobody picked the Bucks. No, I know. And I they was kept, like, they kept, they kept making me look like an idiot every week, and I still wouldn't get off it. I would no. It's no way they're going to be Kansas City. It's no way. And okay, they did it. Thanks. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. I was like, I thought it was going to be like a beat down the other way. I did too. Yeah. And I Sap, too. Sap was here for that. He was like, Nah, Bucks. I was like, Yeah, but you're come on. It's your team. Well, man. He had to say. He had to yeah. say that. Yeah. yeah. He had to say that. Yeah. He didn't really believe that. I don't believe that. He no, he didn't that. believe it at all. At nah. all. Would he, you say that all. to him right now into the camera? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, matter of fact, I talked to Sap a lot, man. Yeah, I talked to Sap a lot. Yeah, Sap is Sap is te- very temperamental. Great guy, temperamental. Oh, I've experienced the same thing. Um, <laughs> I guarantee you, you have a story. Uh, a couple. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yep. he was amazing on camera. Once hanging you get out. him on, yeah, once uh, you get him on, he's, he's and we yeah. took him on you a boat. Get him there. We went fishing. Oh, he's right. Oh, well, you uh, did whatever you did. A, you had a Sap day. We had a Sap day, a full Sap yeah. day. Did you go? But do you fish? Well, you fish on the. I remember I, I Texas. Bass, you, I bass yeah. fish. Yeah, I bass okay. Fish. I don't. I don't do the sap fishing. It's too far. All that deep sea diving and everything. I can't. I, I can't do that. I no. can't do that. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? Uh, what are your predictions for this upcoming season for Jackson for your team? I want to know what you well, think, you guys. We in the spring, we want to play smart, tough, fast, discipline as well as the fall. I'm gonna say that again: smart, tough, fast fast and discipline. We have several kids coming or more that are really good that's going to join us in the fall because we had a great, we had a number one signing class in F, um, CS. We had the number one class in HBCU history that we signed and oh, we okay. have some studs. So where we are right now, we like it because arg- arguably really maybe six guys on defense may not start and they're playing great. And we have another five guys on offense that's starting now that may not even start in the fall. So that is unbelievable. Yeah. With what with what we're doing. So we're excited about the expectation and the potential in the future. We really are. Coach, you're you're a motivation, man. I feel fired up right now. I want to get out there and play. Do you have any need for a 41 year old with a uh, ruptured patellar tendon and a broken humerus that can yeah. long? I can long snap decently. Uh, no, I got a good long snap. I, I call him Joe Dirt. A long snapper. Okay. Yeah. I, listen, I got Joe Dirt. I got Joe Dirt. I got Slim Shady. I got John Crook. Uh, Macho oh, these Camacho. Are, these are my kicking, t- my kickers and long snappers. These are your four white guys. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. John. Okay. 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 <laughs> Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt is snapping to John Crook, and Slim Shady is kicking. Joe Dirt. Snapping to John Crook. He's the holder. Okay. And Slim Shady is kicking. Now, my backup kicker is Macho Camacho. And then I got a, a punter that I call him Black Punter because he's very unique. <laughs> you can <laughs> like, hey, okay. you can like, hey, Black Punter. <laughs> yeah. Really? I do. I really do. 
Like, because okay. you're, you're unique. I told him, I said, hey, son, I, I hadn't seen that much. Reggie Roby. I hadn't seen that much. Was that Reggie Roby? Uh, Reggie Roby, Gary Coleman, not Gary Coleman, yeah. Greg Coleman. I said Greg Gary Coleman, yeah, Coleman. yeah. That's right. Yeah. Greg Coleman. Coleman. Greg Coleman. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. His son Long is a time. comedian. Uh, yeah. Very, very funny guy out of Minneapolis because he, he was a Viking. Yeah. That's right. Um, and we just had, I forgot the guy that was with the Raiders not too long ago. He was really good, too. He used to kick uh, the heck out of the ball. Oh, my God. I forget his name. He's a good guy, too. Um, Played for the Raiders a couple years ago. But anyway, me, I got some good guys. So you could you could hold. You could, okay. I don't think you could snap. But you could All right. hold. I'll hold, coach. I'll come on down and hold. Yeah. Um, can I ask you, because it's still done. It, it's pretty, it's a, it's a credit to you. Like obviously, your influence on the game and stuff. But still, during seasons now, it's 2021. Guys still high step and do the prime dance. And what, I love it. It's it's got to be the best to see when it's you, it. but what what was like was the prime dance that you know the famous one was it like um, did, was that just an organic thing you did once and all of a sudden you're yeah. like oh, I'm doing it no it was premeditated it was like you know that was back when Hammer and I were really tight like yeah. really tight and I was like dog look I gotta have my thing man you got to show me something so he's like that 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 I said no nah, I can't move like that my body ain't gonna do that I'm yeah. not a Hammer okay right. give me something else. And he gave me something else, and I didn't like it. And he had this video called Good To Go. Mm -hmm. It was a mellow song, and it's really a New Orleans dance. It's like a buck. They call it a buck jump. It's a New Orleans, a New uh -huh. Orleans dance. Uh -huh. And that's where I got it from. A good the video called Good To Go from MC Hammer. He did that in the video. And that's you, where I got it from. You guys have to pull that, okay? We're gonna you got to pull that. Yeah, yeah. We want to see good to, good to Go. Good To Go, <laughs> yeah. And so that video, that, when you see it, you're going to say, okay, I see Oh, that's that. it. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Um, are there any uh, NFL guys that you're like really, you know, pulling for, cheering for that you love seeing uh, their development? AB, Antonio Brown, man. Come on, be yeah. out of the league, to get back in the league, get back with Tom Brady, you win a Super Bowl. It's Come amazing. Come on, man. That, that's it's amazing. amazing. Yeah. Oh, amazing. And I didn't I, think I, that I was so many guys remotely possible. possible. No. Right. No. They kept him off the phone. They kept him off the phone. They kept him off the phone. That was right. good. That was yeah, good. Yeah, it was good. That was really good. But he's an incredible human being, and I, I just really wanted everybody to see the other side of him, the side that I know. Yeah. Um, Coach, what is, like, an off-season fun thing that you do? For, What's something? For me? Yeah, for you. Honestly, man, contrary to my public persona, I'm a home guy, man. I don't really vacation. I, really? Like, no, I'm a home guy. Like, I like, I live in the country and, and here as well as in Texas. And I like home, man. I'm I'm good. I, everything I want is at home because I fish every day. I can go right out the front man. door and, and, and get the lake, man. So, I, moved, I bought a house in Texas. I'm moving to Texas. For real. What part? What part? I bought a house in Austin. It's expensive there. Yeah, I figured that out, too. Yeah, it's, it's uh, but yeah, yeah. it's it's it, no no state tax, but it's good. Yeah, Dallas is a little more inexpensive than Austin. Austin is like you know, yeah. But Austin is nice. It's really nice. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about it. I'm moving there in a yeah, uh, couple months. That's a, that's a great business move, though. Thank you. It's a great it's a my, great business. Move. My business manager was thrilled when I told him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's a great he business was, move. He was like, "You're willing to do that?" And I was like, I, "Yeah." He was like, "Yeah, you should definitely yeah. do it." Yeah. Yeah, you definitely. Just write it off. Put it up under the company name, man. Write it off. You good? There you go. See, coach has all the advice, man. Yeah, LLC, LLC it, LLC <laughs> it, man. 
Oh man. Well, look, um, I appreciate you coming on and doing this with me. Uh, this is absolute thrill to me to be Thank able to you, chat man. with you. I definitely am going to, I'm going to get on the phone about the stand up show. Serious coach. I'm serious too. I'm not okay. playing. I'm going to get back to you on this. I'm, okay. I'm going to get back to you on this. This gotcha. is a real idea. I love it's it. It's a real idea. It's no, good. yeah, this is flushed and, and, out. And, and, it, it crossed all ethnicities and gender as well. Cause we yeah. could, you know, yeah, we could bring one of the cheerleaders on that has that and, and bring a, a, a female comedian on that yep. can teach her. I mean, all that we could bring all that. Yeah, no, this is, this is a done deal. I mean, we just, this show will be on television. There you go. Yeah. There we go. Uh, Let's knock it out. I, w- I wish you the best with the, with the upcoming you, season. Man. And again, huge inspiration to me. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it, man. I enjoyed myself. Tell the whole crew there, God bless them. And I know how much work they put in, man. To make us look good, everybody has to put in some work, man. You're definitely right. You're definitely right. Yeah, Thank yeah. you, Coach. God bless you, my man. Take care. Take care.